Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. God's love for you is greater than any pain point you've ever experienced. I've come to testify of the love of the Father. Your standing before the Father is kind of intimidating when you think of it based on you. But it's delivering when you think of it by faith in Him. Faith is the delivering force that gets you out of yourself and into himself. Faith delivers you from you. From your sufficiency to his sufficiency. From your capacity to his capacity. And when you're in Christ, God sees you in the beloved. It's freeing. It's the only way I can survive because I'm just not good enough to qualify on my best day. And I'm a good guy. Most of the time. I'm a little naughty when I get around George Kearns and Pastor Edwin Anderson. No, not really. <laughs> but the love of God in Christ can consume you. And it can thrill you. What I would like to do tonight for just a few minutes is give you a video clip of heaven I want to show you what's happening in heaven because Jesus said when you pray, you can pray that God's will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. So I want to show you what's happening in heaven so you can transfer it here even for tonight and tomorrow and this week. It's beautiful. Now what I'm going to show you is different than what you may think. So I'm going to be speaking from the book of Revelation and giving you this wonderful little picture you all want to go to heaven, don't you? How many want to go to heaven? Amen. About half of you. That's pretty good. <laughs> no, we all want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven. I just don't want to go tonight. Do you? No. I don't want to go this week or next week, next month. In other words, we all want to live our life in the earth till our bodies are, you know, exhausted and we've had a long life and we've lived out what God put in our spirit. And then, you know, to be absent from the body is is present with the Lord. It's beautiful. But I want to show you how you can experience the love of the Father in a way that so stirs you, it astonishes you. You see, love is who God is. God is love, but it's, it's hard to find or get your hands on what that means. So God shows us who he is in Christ. Jesus is the perfect picture of the Father. Jesus is the living word. And love was demonstrated where? At the cross. So the cross of Jesus Christ is the perfect picture to prove to you this extreme love that can capture you because it pre approves you before the Father. It makes no sense to the mind because it has nothing to do with you. 
It has everything to do with Jesus. And the reason why we struggle as believers many times is because we're trapped in our physical bodies, the flesh, and we live in a merit-based world. The American dream is a merit-based dream. If you do good and work hard and play by the rules, you can get ahead. And that's good for merit-based cultures. Nothing wrong with that. But how many know that's even got faulty points to it because the game is not played fair with governments and just the corruption of man. It's not played fair. So we're trapped in a merit-based world. If we do good, we get good in all these things. So we take that into our relationship with the Father, which has an unmerited-based world. His world toward us is not based on us. His view toward us is based on Jesus. And if your heart can grasp this unmerited view of this love that consumes you, it transforms you in this life where you and I live. So the best way for me to share this tonight is to give you a little glimpse of heaven. Now, in Revelation 4 and 5, it shows you a little bit about what heaven has. You know, heaven's pretty bizarre. At least the imagery that John the Beloved received and wrote down. I mean, think of it. It's, it's, got, it's got created beings. They're described pretty like, wow. huh? It's got angelic beings. Heaven has human beings. Do you know when love was demonstrated at the cross, that from God's point of view, love displayed in Christ reconciled all things? Paul said it this way, things in heaven, things in the earth, and things under the earth. That's why Paul says, where can you go to escape the influence of the love of the Father? You can't go nowhere. Love will track you down. Love will be there before you show up. Those of you who think you're on the run, love has got you covered. Love has got you cornered, and love is going to explode in your spirit where you say, you got to be kidding me. Because most people live disappointed with themselves because they're always trying to be approved based on themselves. And that's the sure way to despair, if you're truthfully honest. The beauty of the love of the Lamb of God changes everything. And so notice the phraseology. I like to do it as a little video clip, as though I'm going to show you a video but not show you a video. I'm going to show you a video by reading the scripture and say, use your imagination. But I want you to think and believe in this video clip that you're there. What will it be like? You know, there was that song, I Can Only Imagine. What will it be like? Man, you're in the company around the throne of God, but you're not looking at God. That's pretty interesting. You're around the throne of God, but you're not looking at God. You're beholding the Lamb of God. The Lamb of God has the attention of heaven. And what the Lamb of God is doing to all of us who are there or will be there is astonishing us with reconciling love. You know, you can't fully figure it out here. Paul said it this way, that in the ages to come, 
God is going to make known unto us the manifold riches of this unmerited love and grace and mercy and everlasting kindness. In other words, you can't fully get loaded here. But I'm loaded enough, hallelujah, and may it keep coming. Praise the Lord. I want to be so stocked up in the revelation of the cross of Jesus Christ that I, it's, it's what I proclaim. It's what I pronounce. It's how I see. It's my worldview. And so in Revelation chapter 5, they're around the throne. We're all there. Let's hit the play button. Now look at it. It says in verse 9 and 10. The Bible said they sang a new song saying, you, speaking of Jesus, Jesus, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open the seals for you were slain. What's that a reference to, friend? It's a reference to the cross. For you were slain and you have redeemed us to God by your blood. Out of every tribe, every tongue, every people, in every nation. And you made us kings and you made us priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. Now think about this. We'll pause the video now. We're there, the sea of folks, angelic beings, created beings, human beings. We're beholding the love of the Lamb of God and we're saying, you've got to be kidding me. The attention of heaven is on the Lamb of God. And what is everybody in heaven astonished about? That the Lamb of God purchased us and it's a done deal and it's for everyone everywhere out of every nation every tribe every tongue in every kindred to me this is a missions message this shows you the capacity of the love of the father if we can bottle it so to speak in our spirit bottle it in our heart and communicate the reality of people's redeemed innocence from God's point of view most people see themselves from their point of view, and that's why life looks so disappointing. But faith lets you see things more clearly now. Through the lens of the Lamb of God, in the love of God captures us in such a beautiful way. And so Jesus purchased us. Actually, in the King James Version, it says he redeemed us. Now, the newer translations use the term purchased us. I like to use term purchase because in our culture, we don't use the term redeem very often. Ladies, you didn't go to the mall today and redeem three dresses on sale, did you? You purchased them. Heidi uh, came home the other day before we came on this trip. Oh, Keith, I just stopped by. Then she mentions this store. And then she starts hauling out all these things for the grandkids, of course. But Keith, it was on 40% off. Then, Keith, by the way, I had another coupon. She sets up her purchases with her good deals. And then after my heart is softened because it's the grand girls, the grandkids, then she pulls out, oh, by the way, I saw this dress. <laughs> and then there was this other dress. Now, I can take anything back, Keith. And then, by the way, you know... But Heidi doesn't say, Keith, I, I redeemed some dresses. She said, I purchased them. But see, in our culture, we use purchase differently. For example, we purchase things, and some things we purchase we never fully pay for. We keep paying. Especially with bigger ticket items, not a dress. You buy a car. You know you can buy a car now. You see the ads? No money down. 
60 months to pay, no interest. But you sign up for what, six years, seven years of payment, 72 months, pay, whatever it is, 72 months to pay. And so what people do is they buy things, but they're not really sure they're theirs. For example, I could drive in tonight to the church in a brand new pickup truck because I'd like a truck. I could, I could pull up to the church. I could get out of the truck. Some guys could meet and say, wow, Keith, that's a nice truck. I could say, I just purchased it. And now instantly they think, wow, Keith's loaded. He got a nice truck. It's all loaded up. I bet he paid cash. See, that's the thinking. So I could be preaching tonight, and they could be thinking about Keith. Wow, he's, he must have a big ministry. He must be a big shot. He must really have a lot of money. He paid cash. Now, you could be thinking, I purchased something, and it's paid for. I could be up here preaching, thinking, my goodness, it's the first of the month. <laughs> What's the first of the month mean? A payment is due. A payment is due. And see, sometimes we believe Jesus purchased us, but we believe we got to make payments to secure it. See, there's a lot of people always afraid that they're losing what God did. And what Jesus did for you, he did in full. He paid the full bill. You are purchased by God. It is a done deal, and it's done for everyone everywhere. You're good to God because of the Lamb. You're not good to God because of you. You're good to God because of the Lamb. If you believe that's good news, somebody say hallelujah. <laughs> so our idea of purchase is making ongoing payments, and so uh, people just keep on paying. Some people never own anything. They like payments. I have people that come to me. They trade in cars, and they say, oh, Keith, I got this car. I paid on the other one for six or seven years, but I'm getting this one because I only pay $10 a month more. They like a payment mindset. In their life. And some people, that's the only way we can live is with payments. But we take a merit-type mindedness into an unmerited-based relationship. And then we come into the family of God and say, well, I'm good to God, but I have to keep paying. And we always pay with our doing. We always think there's an upsell, an add-on. More payments. But the good news is the demonstration of love is you're paid in full in relation to the reality of your redeemed innocence. Jesus has got you everything. Jesus is your righteousness. Jesus is your peace. Jesus is your joy. Jesus is your holiness. Jesus is your sanctification. Jesus is your wisdom. Jesus is your contentment. Jesus is your fulfillment. Jesus is your life. Jesus is your all in all. But sometimes if you get stuck with an equation that's based on you, your equation will always require you to pay more. And it comes with guilt and condemnation and shame and do it more and do it harder and do this and do that. And it's really do-do. <laughs> it's... Uh, Paul, Paul the Apostle, remember, he, he said it that way. He looked at his family genealogy, and he said, according to the law, man, I'm blameless. But deep down, he knew he wasn't. He said, for the excellency of knowing Jesus Christ, I count it all but doo-doo. He used the term dung in the Greek, right? Dung. And then he says, that I might be found in him. I might be found in him, not in me. Found in him, not having my own 
anything. See, there's something that the love of God will capture you to absolutely renew the reality of who he is before the Father on your behalf. It's absolutely thrilling because it gives you a sense of peace and you'll find this is the way your life can be transformed. And I'll show you in just a minute. Let me, let me ask you this. We saw the video in heaven. They're surrounding the throne. They're saying, you got to be kidding me. They're beholding the Lamb of God. And then there's the pause. And we're going to go back to that and roll the video again and you'll see what happens because what your response is to the astonishment can be so beautifully simple. You don't even have to jump up and down. You can lay down. You can rest. You can fall down. You'll see it in the video in just a minute. It's cool. But how do you know I'm telling you the truth? How do you know that you're purchased and how do you know it's a done deal? I'm glad you asked. Let me show you three things that can give your heart satisfaction that you're purchased by God and it's a done deal. Number one, God has signed for you. He's signed for you. You know, when you get a delivery today from UPS or FedEx, usually they require a signature. I know sometimes you can request without signatures. We have people that come to Life Center USA and deliver boxes, all kinds of different things. And I was leaving recently out of the administrative office and this UPS truck or something, FedEx somebody, had all these boxes out on the sidewalk. And it's a very busy intersection. And the guy said, uh, sir, do you know where we deliver this stuff? I said, friend. I said, you do it in the back in the alley. There, there's a place and there's somebody there will meet you and help you. But I said, since you have it all out, I said, just take it through here into the gymnasium. And I said, I'll help you. He said, you'd help? I said, sure. I got nothing better to do. I'll help you. So we carried these boxes, and he had a dolly, and I was doing the lifting because I'm so buff. I mean, it's unbelievable. No, not really. <laughs> anyway, I was carrying these boxes in. <laughs> we set we them all in the gym. And then he gives me this, this electronic pad. He says, would you sign this? I said, sure. So you use your finger, huh? Like the finger of God writing, huh? You sign. Nobody can read my signature. It's really messed up. And he looks at it and he says, what is your name? I said, Hershey, like the Hershey bar. He said, okay. He, typed, he punches it in. He said, Mr. Hershey, these boxes are now out of my hands. They're in your hands. See you later. He said, so long. Do you know when God signed for you? He took you in his hands. You know, you are in the hands of God. In your worst condition, he's got you. God has signed for you with the blood of Jesus. Look at the scripture, says, go there with me. Now, always check me up. Check, go, go to the verses with me, because every verse I'm going to share has the cross of Jesus, the finished work, as its, as, as its anchor point. Just like we saw in heaven, the one who was slain, okay? Now, 1 Peter chapter 1. Verse 18 and verse 19. I'll wait till you get there so you can see it. Highlight it, underline it, do something with it. Verse 18 says there's knowing. Everybody say knowing. Now that's not knowing with your noggin. That's not knowing with your head. That's knowing with your gut, your spirit. You know, there's a difference. 
you know, when, when you see mission projects that we do, I just don't, you know, sit around dreaming, coming up with an idea. Everything we've ever done through the years never happened with a 10-year plan or 20-year plan. It all happened stumbling on things and God surprising us and me not having a clue what I was up to and me signing stuff and acting like it was going to happen and then coming back and absolutely trembling like, what in the world am I doing? You know, and I say to myself, I don't know. <laughs> I've got to ask somebody else, what am I doing? You know, kind of thing. But the, the, the beauty of, of uh, knowing something, you know what in your gut, knowing it says that you are not purchased. Remember, I'm going to use our terminology in our culture, not the old English term, which means to buy. Knowing that you are not purchased with corruptible things like silver and gold. What's silver and gold? That's a merit-based currency. It's all based on merit. You're not purchased with corruptible things like silver and gold from your aimless conduct received from the tradition of your fathers. How many of you received kind of a wild and crazy life from the tradition of your fathers? I did. Listen, my family tree is full of people who need mercy. Huh? In Heidi's family tree, my, 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 my. <laughs> no, anyway. In other words, our human race is challenged. How many know that, right? So we received that from our fathers, but we were purchased, look at verse, verse 19, but with the precious blood of Christ, as a lamb without blemish and without spot. Again, a reference to the cross. Purchased by the blood of Jesus. Do you know that the currency of the kingdom of God is not even your faith? The currency of the kingdom of God is the blood. Your faith allows you to enjoy what the currency provided, but it's the blood that did all the work. Aren't you just glad it's all Jesus? Aren't you glad you can behold the Lamb of God and as you even look to him, faith is imparted to you. The living word will fill you with an absolute awe where you say, count me in. It's astonishing. The blood of the Lamb. God has signed for you. Number two, real quick. God signed for you and God has sealed you. You are signed and you're sealed. You know, a seal is like a king's ring of approval. We all like to be liked. Is that not true? I mean, those of you that have social media or Facebook, if you post a picture, don't you like it to be liked? Yeah. We like to be liked. I'm no different. I like to be liked. I remember when we started, Pastor Edwin, you think of all those over 30 years ago, driving around America, I just longed for somebody who liked me enough to let me preach and then would recommend me to somebody. Somebody who liked me enough to recommend me was gold because I didn't know nobody. We all like to be recommended. But God has sealed you with a recommendation, or recommendation not from man's view, but from heaven's view. You are sealed with heaven's acceptance. You are sealed with the approval from God. Look at it, it says in Ephesians 1, verse 13. Ephesians 1, verse 13. It says this, In him you also trusted, speaking of Jesus, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed, notice it has to be preached, and it has to be believed. When you hear about the astonishing love of your reconciled position before the Father, you validate it with faith because it moves you into Christ. You believed it. It says you received it and then you were sealed. 
with the Holy Spirit of promise. You are signed and you are sealed. And when the Spirit comes and mystically lodges in your spirit, you are one spirit with the Lord. It's, it's amazing, the mystery even of the love of the Father. It, it passes all knowledge, but when the Spirit of God seals your spirit and you're a new creation, the Spirit of God doesn't really come to go. The Spirit of God comes to stay. Hebrews said, he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Greater is he who's in what? You than he who's in the world. You're purchased. It's a done deal, so you might as well get over yourself and behold the Lamb of God and enjoy your position in him. You are signed, you are sealed. Number three, you are delivered. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Remember that old song? Huh? Was that a, like a Stevie Wonder song, a Motown song or something? Now you have a new confession of faith. Huh? You can look in the mirror tomorrow morning when you wake up for work and think, oh my, 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 it's Monday. You look in the mirror and say, hey, you good looking, listen up. You got to call yourself good looking because nobody else will. Hallelujah. You say, hey, hey, good looking. Because of Jesus, you are signed, you are sealed, and you are delivered. I'm yours. Hallelujah. Huh? Listen. You have to have moments in your life where your heart can be enlarged with the love of the Father. You are delivered. You're delivered from the present evil age. You're delivered from the power of darkness. Romans 6 says you're delivered from sin. Let's look at this. Galatians chapter 1, verse 3 and verse 4. The Bible says this, grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins. Pause. What's that about? The cross. Okay. It's the imagery. So your mind always go to the point of reference of the cross. He gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil Age. How many know the world we live in is absolutely upside down nuts? It's crazy, huh? If I think I could have never imagined what this year would be like when I was a kid. This is like, it's like crazy. The world's crazy nuts. But you know what I've learned? I'm delivered from its influence in me. In other words, I'm in the world, but I'm not of it. And I don't have to yield my members to the nonsense of the world, right? I'm delivered from the influence of what hell is doing in the hearts and lives of people who aren't triggered by the truth of the Lamb who's got us covered. Faith keeps you secure in his love, but it says, it says we're delivered from this present evil age. Look at this, according to the will of our God and Father. You know, people always say, Keith, what's the will of God for me? Well, here's one pretty clear sign. Pretty clear, it says the will of God, your Father, is for you to know you're delivered. That means you don't got to look for deliverance, you are delivered. You can work out the reality of what you have and operate in the spiritual authority God's given you in Christ. And I understand that's what Pastor Edwin's teaching on now. But this is so powerful to put in practice the authority you have with the name of the love of the Lamb of God who's done all things. You're delivered from this present evil world. You're signed, you're sealed, you are delivered. And that's good news. When you know 
when you know this kind of radical love, that you've been purchased by God, you'll change the way you think. You won't think from the flesh realm, you'll think from the spirit realm. You won't think from yourself, you think from himself. Now suddenly, something will shift. See, when you're beholding and believing, something changes here. And this is where most of our trouble is, right? Here. So when you know that you've been purchased by God, you can change the way you think, and this will actually help you change the way you live. Look at the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6. Are you all having a good time tonight? Look at this precious friend. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 20. I want you to see it in your own Bible. You want to highlight it now. It's a pretty cool verse. Here's what it says. For you were bought or purchased. Everybody say purchased. You were purchased at a price. Therefore, every time the word therefore is in the Bible, you need to see what it's there for. In other words, the second reality of the verse happens when you're anchored in the first reality. When you know and believe you're purchased by God, therefore, you glorify God in your body, that's your flesh life, and in your spirit, that's your spiritual life, which are God's. You know, the only way Keith Hershey can get victory in his flesh life, life is to behold the Lamb of God and understand Jesus is my covering. Because I'm still housed in flesh, and sometimes I just choose to be grumpy. It's amazing. I'm such a nice guy, but some days I have the capacity to be a little bit ornery. None of you are like that, though. That's why I like you all so much. You don't struggle the way I struggle. Or with bigger things, frustration on the freeway, frustration with people. Listen, you work where I work. Man, I get, I get, I get furious. I, you know, I, I, I'm well acquainted with my weaknesses. I'm well acquainted. So I've stopped trying to qualify based on me because I'm a loser. Jesus is the one who's done it all for me. That I might be found in him. Hallelujah. Let me hang there. Glory to God. Because if I hang there and behold him, it says, if I know I'm purchased, my flesh life can be transformed. My spiritual life can be strengthened. And that's good news. See, the beauty of the Lamb of God is from the heavenly perspective, there's no, no, no ands, no ifs, no buts about it. You just behold it. You're astonished, and God will cover you in the ages to come with understanding. But just swallow it. Swallow the beauty of the Lamb of God and say, you've got to be kidding me. No ands, no ifs, no buts about it. Now, the reason I say that is because uh, this is what happened in heaven. They had to just shut up and sit down. Sometimes the best thing for you and me is just to be still and know he's God. That's a pretty good start. Hallelujah. And behold the beauty of the Lamb and let it absolutely capture your spirit. Let's turn the video back and go with me back to Revelation 5. We read verse 9 and 10. There's only 14 verses in that chapter. Now, they say worthy. They say hallelujah. They, they begin to bless the Lord. But then they run out of things to say. What are you going to say anyway, friend, for eons of time? I mean, think about it. How many hallelujahs and worthies are you going to say? I'll just be real, real honest with you. <laughs> I'm not a very talkative dude. 
I'm an introverted person. It's a miracle I've ever preached. When I was a senior in, in, uh, or a junior in college, I took a speech class, and I had to stand up and give a speech. My whole body was vibrating where the, the, the teacher thought I was going to drop dead. I mean, I said down afterwards, they were bringing me water, you know. She says, don't worry, you passed, you passed, you know, whatever. I mean, it was, it was like, it was like, I, it was like, I have no capacity for this. I can't stand this. I wet my pants for days thinking about that I had to do it. But you know what? God takes a guy like me in, in my weakness and gives me an assignment. You've got to be kidding me. And to let your heart be captured by the love of God where you cooperate. It wasn't me being faithful. It was Jesus being faithful. Thank God I just hung on enough, but really he held on to me. He dragged me probably most of the journey because there's a lot of things I seem to sign up for and say, what in the world have I done this for? <laughs> and you know, he delivers me and delivers me and delivers me still. It's the love of God. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Now let's watch the video. You ready? In your Bibles, with your minds, look at verse 14. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. Let me hear you all say amen. amen. Let me hear you say amen. amen. Now that seems to be a simple response. Notice, they only said amen now. No more yakking. No more trying to figure out the right adjective for something that's completely indescribable. They just said, cool. That's what amen means, cool, or it means I'm in agreement. Count me in or so be it. Amen can be your highest form of faith because it aligns your heart with the love of God. In heaven, they just said amen. And look at this. Look in your Bible now. And then the 24 elders fell down. Everybody say fell down. Yeah. Now, did they fall in the spirit? Did they fall on their own? Did they sit down, roll over? I, I don't know. But the scripture says they fell down and they worshiped him. Who lives forever and ever. You know how they responded in heaven to the love of God? They just shut up. And sat down and said, Amen. You know how this gospel preacher prays these days? Because I don't have time to tell you my trouble. It's really not something you'd want to hear anyway. But life is so complicated at times, I don't know how to pray. People sometimes, I can't fix them. I, I can't even fix me, let alone somebody else. And oh, I try, I try, and so do you. And we try to get into everybody's thing. But I've realized with where I'm working in the world, I can't fix nothing. All I can do is unveil to people who they are in the Lamb. And you know what I've come to the conclusion of? Amen moments. 
believing moments throughout my day. Do you know what I've been doing since I've been preaching this kind of heavenly perspective? Throughout my day, I behold the Lamb. I think of the cross. I think that I'm signed for. I'm sealed. And I'm delivered. And I just say amen. You know how I pray a lot of times when I don't know how to pray? Even when I don't know how to pray in the spirit. Sometimes I just go sit under a tree. Lay in the hammock. Look to the stars. And I say amen. I said, Jesus, I can't fix me. I can't fix my wife. I can't fix my kids. I can't fix my grandkids. I can't fix the chaos in my ministry around the world. I can't fix nothing. But I believe the radical love of God in Christ has got me. And if you give me signals and signs as I'm walking day in and day out, I'll cooperate. And I'll initiate the authority of your word and your love and your grace. But I say amen to the love of God. Do you know? So I am teaching my grandgirls to pray. When I get disturbed in the night, I think of the lamb. And I say amen to the love of God. Then I get so fired up, I want to preach to the whole world. It's like God loads you with creativity. He loads you with answers and solutions to situations that are sovereign. He gives you favor in deals that are astonishing. And people then look at you like you know what you're doing. It's all the love of God. I got nothing. You know, like I said, that I might be found in him. Not having my own nothing. You know, I've realized I don't got jack. But I don't need Jack when I got Jesus. Hallelujah, huh? <laughs> I have the love of the Lamb of God. And he's rescued us. Earlier this year, Andre Crouch, a great songwriter, he passed away. He's about a minute and a half from Life Center USA. So when he died, a pastor friend there in the area called me and told me he died. So I drove by his church and they had a sign out, you know, Andre was promoted to heaven or whatever. And so I started Googling or searching on the internet for Andre Crouch songs because in the late 60s, early 70s, I had an Andre Crouch record. And Andre Crouch had some cool songs. You may know some of them. Through it all, through it all, I learned to trust in Jesus. I learned to trust in God. Through it all, I learned to depend on his name. He wrote a song called Jesus is the Answer. For the world today, without him there's no other Jesus. He's the way. He wrote songs, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the things he hath done. He wrote songs, I don't know why Jesus loved me. I don't know why he cared. I still don't know why. It astonishes me. He wrote songs like, the blood will never lose its power. It reaches to the highest mountain, it flows to the lowest valley, the blood that gives me strength. From day to day, it'll never, never, never lose its power. So while I'm searching, then he wrote a song called Let the Church Say Amen. amen. You all know that song? I never heard it before. Let the church say amen. 
Let the church say amen, for God has spoken. Let the church say amen. Do you know what I've done in life? There's times I'm listening to people. I remember even Brother Hagin many times preaching and thinking, man, my head couldn't get it. But you know what I learned to do through the years of ministry when people aren't teaching things I don't understand? I say amen to it. I say amen to the radical goodness and grace and mercy of God. And it's absolutely thrilling when you have a faith-filled validation or acceptance of what God has done in Christ. The response to the mystery of the cross, the mystery of God's love and acceptance, the mystery that we've been purchased by God is just to say amen. And it's a heavenly pattern. Just say amen. It all is dependent on him. And you just say, okay, I'm good to God because of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Right? Now, merit-minded people, the world will just want you to say, let's just do it. It's a Nike slogan. Just do it. It's all up to you and your sufficiency. Kingdom people who are in Christ just say amen because it's all up to his sufficiency. Did you like the word tonight? Give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Glory to God. The love... Of the Lamb of God is astonishing. Remember that old song by Francis Crosby? Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste, glory divine, heir of salvation, purchased of God, purchased of God, purchased, the record stuck here, purchased of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story, and I'm sticking to it. This is my story, and I'm sticking to it. Really, I tell you, it has to be the story that you validate, and you should validate it often. God's love for you is greater than anything that's ever happened to you. Anything. And talk about the pain points of life. We all have them. And if you've not had them, you haven't lived long enough yet. But pain has a way to creep in and shock you. And you have to come to the place of having the heavenly perspective before the throne of God and seeing the love of the Lamb and say, thank you, I'm signed. I'm sealed and I'm delivered. Amen? Put your hands on your heart. Father, these are your precious people. Let their hearts be happy tonight. Let there be a thrill of the gospel. The Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world, help us to believe it. Help us to believe as we behold Jesus Christ, our flesh life and spirit life can be fixed. We're transformed. Our minds are renewed. Jesus, you did a good work, a perfect work, a finished work. It's astonishing. Lord, what we saw in heaven tonight from what we saw in Revelation chapter 5, we just say amen to it. We just sit down, we lay down when we go home tonight and put our head on the pillow and shut our eyes in our minds. Let us see the cross and let us just in our minds say amen to the Lamb of God. Let us say amen and say, Jesus, you have my spouse, you have my kids, you have my grandkids. Jesus, you have my health you have my life. You have my financial well-being. You have it all. Jesus, we have these believing moments to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your love and mercy, your love and mercy. Father, I thank you for this great place, for Pastor Edwin and 
Miss Angela and the whole team here, Father, all the families planted in this place. What a great place. Father, you knew our heart was happy just to be back in Florida, see our friends, see the saints, to give them a word of encouragement of the great Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. Father, let everybody find a satisfaction that only Jesus provides. Let us not live with a disturbance in our heart. Help us to know that God's love casts out all fear and even the fear of judgment. We have no torment. We rest in the love of the Lamb of God. Father, let this church continue to flourish in the community and in the region. Father, the assignments that you have in Pastor Edwin and all the leaders in this place, let it unfold beautifully and sovereignly and perfectly according to your divine plan. And Father, thank you again for your grace and mercy in this place. We give you a praise, Father, and we say amen to the finished work of Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, amen, amen. amen. Well, friend, you are loved. Don't ever forget it. You're loved completely. You're favored abundantly. And you're blessed eternally. And it's got nothing to do with you. It's set up from heaven itself. All you got to do is agree. Agree. You're pre-approved through the work of another. And I tell you, it'll fix you. It'll take away the flesh things that disappoint you, the challenges, the addictions, the sin, the pain. But when you focus on the lamb, there's hope. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.